What is going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand spanking new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode 27.0. And uh, let me explain, because I know I don't explain enough, what we do here at Phoenix Down. <laughs> Matt has heard this spiel a million times. Um, basically what we do is, it's kind of like a backlog elimination. We go back, games that we may have missed, games that we have owned for five years and have never touched, uh, which is a lot for us, um, or, or games that we loved and we want to go back to and see how they hold up. Uh, sometimes that is disastrous, need I remind you of Alone in the Dark. Um, but sometimes it's actually really fun. But uh, yeah, we're um, we're gonna we're gonna give this one a try. We're playing through Catherine. It's a uh, an Atlas puzzle game. Um, I, I guess a puzzle game. It's it's it it's it's a hard one to explain. But anyway, let me make my introductions here. I have with me my co-host Matt Quinn. Hello, friends. And co-host of multiple podcasts, uh, including No Quarters, as well as the Bad Movie Fiends podcast, uh, Chuck Dowling is here. Hey. Hey, guys. <laughs> and um, so I, I do want to bring up, uh, I, I listen to a lot of the No Quarters shows. I really enjoy them. you got a good crew over there. Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't listened to it yet. But you guys covered a very, very uh, nostalgic movie for me recently. It's uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so bad. It, it is. It is. It is. It's, um, yeah, I, I can't explain that. It's, it's the, the best part of that is Ivan News. So. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you. <laughs> Matt, did you watch the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie? I've never seen a single episode of the show or the movie. Really? But man, yeah, you're just you're a true '90s kid, right? I mean, yeah, I guess I was more of an early '90s kid. I I was like I just I wasn't watching that type of TV when like I missed it. I was before the Power Rangers. Okay, so you're more of a Ninja Turtles guy. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, he man into Ninja Turtles. Yeah. See, I, I I'm 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 a little too young for that, unfortunately. So I mean, I, I I did enjoy the Ninja Turtles, you know, but I was a big Power Rangers guy as well. Mm. But yeah, that, you guys covered that, and I, I thought that that was very amusing, and I need to go back. Truth be told, I don't watch much of the the Banff cast um, mm-hmm. because you guys cover movies I've never fucking heard of before. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're really good at that. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it, uh, it's an art form, it's a skill. It, it it is. I don't know how you do that. I do enjoy your uh, 31 horror. Movies in 31 days, uh, yeah, which is I'm always that good. Up again. Yeah, getting ready for that one, right? Yeah, pre-production starts early. <laughs> but yeah, so um, but anyway, we're gonna we're gonna jump into Catherine. Uh, how? Okay, <laughs> Catherine is an Atlas developed game. Uh, I, I keep wanting to say Atlas developed RPG because that's what Atlas makes. They make RPGs. They're probably best known for their Shin Megami Tensei games, particularly the Persona series, which are, truth be told, fantastic games. You know, they're they're, mm-hmm. they're well renowned. Everybody pretty much likes them. 
And this is the Persona team. That this did is yes, absolutely. Catherine. This is they they specifically said from the creators of Persona, the team itself made this game. That's good. They they know how to sell it then. Yeah. It's a weird game. People might not be interested, but if you say it's from the Persona guys, like I'll take their kind of weird. So um, which you know the Persona games are fucking weird too. So um, came out in what, 2011, 2011. Uh, and like I do with all the, our new series, whenever we start a new game, I like to go over the history with all the uh, the people here uh, uh, with their with the game itself. Uh, and for me, the history is I reviewed this game before it freaking came out, so uh, I you know I got an early copy of it. Um, Atlas is really good at, at sending review copies early, like real early. Um, and uh, I got this game probably about two weeks before it came out. Uh, no fact to go by. Um, no videos to watch. Holy shit, this game was difficult to get through. Um, as mm, far, that's as, the way I'm playing it. You're you're playing it without any type of help whatsoever. Completely blind, yeah. Okay. So far. <laughs> and well, well, Matt, let's just get into your history. What what is your history with the game? Uh, really, it's nothing. Um, I was super excited for this game to come out. Because I, I played Persona 3, I played Persona 4, and absolutely those are some of my favorite games on the PS2. Right. Like, I love them, I love everything about them, like where they fit, like just taken alone I like them, where they fit in the spectrum of RPGs, because again, for a long time I didn't really like the whole fantasy setting. Uh-huh. So it was like a revelation to me to be able to play an awesome RPG that has nothing to do with like your traditional fantasy tropes. Okay. Because at, at that point, when I first played Persona 3, I had played so few RPGs. Um, so that, I, you know, it was just a br- complete breath of fresh air for me. I love this, those two games. I love the series. I've gone back and played a little bit of the first two. You know, they're kind of old. They're old school, just, yeah. Yeah. So having experienced 3 and 4, when I found out that this was going to be their next-gen game, and it's by the same group, I was super excited and then somehow I just I just missed it. It kind of fell through the cracks. Just I never never picked it up. Never or got a chance to play it. I didn't even know what kind of game it was until I started playing it a week ago. Really? Yeah, I didn't know it was a puzzle game. Matt, you you do know I work for a website and I write video game reviews, right? Yeah, that sounds like the easy way out. Like, hey, Drew, tell me everything about every game. It's not about that. You can read my review and see what it's about at least. Yeah. So, but but here's the thing: is I don't. I'm very anti-spoiler for things that I know I'm going to do. Like, if it's a movie I'm going to watch or a game I'm going to buy. Like, I was I was 100% on Catherine. Like, before it came out, after it came out, like, until I bought it, you know, I was 100% going to buy it. And so, with that mentality, I just, I wasn't super excited about reading anything about it until I could sit down and experience it. Okay. Well, uh, Chuck, what about you? I know you you were specifically the person to choose this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have this weird tendency to stockpile game games for some sort of apocalyptic situation to where I'm just going to be forced to do nothing but play video games all the time. Right. Uh, so I had picked this up super cheap. Like it was 10 bucks, I think, at Gamefly or something, and I, I added it to the pile. And then about a year ago, I was like, Oh God! I have too many games. Uh, so I started playing like the first level of a whole bunch of games, and I got to this, and I was like, "Well, this is different. 
let me put this in the pile of I need to come back to this later because this has something going for it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was eager to to get back to this. Mm. So you so you had touched it before though. Yes. Okay. Yes, I I played the first day. Right. Okay. That's a, that's that's the same pile that you put Castlevania Lords of Shadow in. Yep, it's in that pile. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> we, we 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 covered that in Phoenix Down as well. So okay. Um, don't play the second one. Oh my god. Oh. It's so fucking sad. But anyway, so yeah, um, so we all somewhat have a history with it. I mean, we all pretty much knew what it was about. Um, like I said, it's been a while since I played this game. Um, you know, well, 2011, so a good, almost going on four years. Um, how do I explain this game? You play as a guy by the name <laughs> of Vincent Brooks. He's 32 years old. He's been dating this woman named Catherine with a K. Um, I have to explain that. Uh, he, he's been dating this woman for a very long time. They went to high school together, uh, and I think at their 10-year reunion, I think that was mentioned, uh, their 10-year reunion, they kind of hit it off and started dating. So I guess going on, what, four years now? Four or five years they, they've been dating. Um, and he is one of those guys who doesn't really want to commit to, to, to any type of marriage or anything like that. I mean, yeah, sure. He's, he's kind of, he's mulling the idea around and stuff like that, but he, he likes his life the way it is. Easy going, hanging out with his friends at the bar, you know, just, uh, I mean, basically me (laughs) for all intents and purposes, you know? So, um, and that's a pervasive thing he's got going on too, because it says for his job, he only took that job because there was an opening, and like they were the only ones hiring. He said, "Yeah, I mean, so it, he's, one he's not particularly th- driven in any aspect of his life. It seems." No, nah, he's just going with the flow, pretty much. And yeah. He doesn't like change. So, it, it, Vincent, who is played by Troy Baker, I should mention, um, which I do have to mention that. Probably one of the first few times I've heard Troy Baker before he got big. You know, I mean, now he's in every damn thing. Every game. Yeah. Uh, amazingly enough, I don't think... I'm, I could be wrong, but I, I don't think Nolan North is in this game. He's not. I checked. Okay, cool. <laughs> but uh, the Persona team likes to use their same voice actors for everything, so... I know a lot of these voice actors. I can hear their voices. Uh, Orlando, one of uh, Vincent's friends, is played by... I don't know his name, but Matt, you know him as Grimoire Vice from Nier. Yep. Uh, also, he played War in um, Darksiders. So, um, some pretty pretty good voice talent. Um, and that's one thing I, I will give the game personally. I think it, it's well voice acted. They really don't give a fuck about matching up the the voices with the the, the mouths, though. Um, it's yeah, yeah. Probably it was in Japanese. Yeah, it. it that's the thing that gets me is that everybody has American names in this, but they clearly live in Japan. They are clearly not speaking English. I I don't you know especially with the Persona team, you know. They've always wanted to to stay deep into the the Japanese culture. So, like in you know in in Persona, they may be speaking English, but they would still say, I don't know, Kanji Chan, 
and stuff like that. You know, even in even in the English voice acting. So I don't know really know what they were going for here. But uh, there's one other thing I, I I totally forgot. This is I guess a television show. The the golden. You mean the way it's presented? Yeah, yeah. Golden Playhouse. The Golden Playhouse. Uh, the, when you first start up the game. This woman with a gigantic afro. Oh, it's a sweet afro. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got sparkles it, in it. <laughs> uh, she, uh, she's, she's basically like the presenter. It's kind of like a, an episode of The Twilight Zone or something, where she's, she's kind of like saying, "Oh, what does the the Golden Playhouse have in store tonight?" Uh, you know, Vincent Brooks, and she's introducing the character, and it's strange how this is presented. And all uh, does the that ever come up again? No. So like you play the whole game, and the Golden Playhouse thing really has like the the narrator and the Golden Playhouse doesn't really come into the game at all. I mean, at the end, I'm sure I I can't yeah. remember, but I'm pretty sure at the end she'll be like, "Oh, that's what happened to Vincent." Hi, see you, <laughs> see you next time. So that seems yeah, it's, pointless. It, it's strange, you know, when you take a game like Asura's Wrath, where they're trying to play it off like it's a a a series of anime. You know, they go to commercial breaks and shit. You know, that that would have been cool, I, I think. Yeah. You know, if they'd have just thrown that in there. Um, but so we, Jesus, this is <laughs> this is one of the hardest games to talk about because it's there's two it divides into two different types of gameplay. One of them being the puzzle element, which all takes place in Vincent's nightmares. Uh, when he goes to sleep at night, he is in this world. Uh, where he has to constantly climb this tower that's made of blocks. Um, and um, if he falls to his death, which the blocks are constantly falling, if he falls to his death, he dies in real life, in the waking world. Uh, and, um, and and many men around his age are dying in their sleep. And very horribly dying, like it looks like they got sucked by a vampire. Have this like horrible look on their face, and they look like they've been drained of their life. Um, yeah, there's a metaphor going on throughout this entire game. Oh yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> so, um, it, it's it, and, and and practically every man is experiencing this dream. Uh, when he's in the dream, What's every man who's ever cheated on his girlfriend is it is it is it that? Because truth be told. He started having those dreams before he ever cheated. Hmm. So, I thought that was the whole point, was that this this thing that's happening is the curse. Yeah. And this curse happens when you're unfaithful in some way. I, I mean, I, I know, but I don't want to tell you. Okay. Because <laughs> it will spoil the game. Okay, well... Uh, it's my weird, simple though, understanding of it so far. <laughs> some of the people he talks to uh, will straight up say, yeah, you know, cheating's cool, and I guess maybe I'll pay for it, I don't know. But then, like, other guys who are caught up in this nightmare are, like, steadfastly denying anything's wrong. Like, why are they here? What's happened to them? Yeah. So it's 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 kind of weird in that regard in that the other people who are going through this, some of them seem to understand why they're there, and others are just, like, freaking out. It's, I mean, like I said, it's explained later on in the game. Um, I would hope so. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> it's it's kind of weird how they how they how they handle it, especially in the early hours of the game. 
Um, oh, the game's weird? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It, okay. It, it's <laughs> fucking weird. Just wait. <laughs> so, uh, it's... I mean, it, there's a lot to go through. So, it, it's basically a story-driven game. In fact, you really only control Vincent during the puzzles and the nightmares part, and just very, very limited uh, walking around the bar. Uh, yeah, at, so there's like a whole other third of the game, which is just watching... Cutscenes. Cut, like cutscenes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's 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 weird how how they handle that. Um, and for some reason, when I first played this game and reviewed it, it, it really intrigued me. You know, I, I was like, huh, this is something that's you know kind of not non-conventional. It's it's not like a standard game. Um, and 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 the social aspects of talking to your friends and other people at the bar are ripped straight out of Persona. Yeah, definitely. So it's you know you can see that parallel for sure where it's one part nightmare and one part social things. Yeah. So it's um it, it, it I have to dive into the story to even explain half of this stuff. So Catherine and Vincent have been dating for a long time. Uh, she starts talking about marriage, um, and Vincent kind of freaks out a little bit, or or not really. Yeah, he freaks out. Um, he, he's, he's never really considered it and never thought about it really. And, um, you know, he's explained it to his friends at the bar and how he doesn't know if he's ready and all this other stuff starts piling on, which we'll get into. It's, it, it's, it's basically just following this man and his, his stress in life. Um, he's very candid with his friends also. Yeah, this is true. His friends besides Johnny is fucking dumb. Yeah. I mean, uh, Toby is a fucking idiot, uh, and Orlando's like, he thinks he's a ladies' man, but he's not. He's got a sweet hat. He does. He has that awesome fedora, or, or whatever the hell they call him. The fedora wearers call him something else because they don't want to be called a fedora. Uh, Tribili or something like that. Tribili. Uh-huh. I don't fucking know. I don't wear fedoras. <laughs> or Tribilis. Or Tribilis. Uh, so, um, it's, uh, it, it, it's so, it's so weird on so many different levels. So, it, you drink in the bar, and when you finish your drink, you have a narrator telling you trivia about drinks. And it's like, <laughs> it, it, it's supposed to be normal. And it, the more you drink, the faster you move in your nightmares. That's what I don't understand. Yeah, is there any downside to drinking? I don't think so. Oh, I guess I should like, do it then. Yeah, because like the first night, I didn't drink. I thought when they said yeah. it affects your speed in the nightmare, I thought it meant that the more you drink, the slower you move, because obviously. Yeah. Uh, but then like the second night, I was like, screw it, I'm drinking all these drinks. And then it was like, you have super speed in your nightmare. And I was like, all right. That makes as much sense as everything else in this game. Sure. <laughs> so... It, uh, what, is everybody playing on normal? Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Easy. Yep. There you go. I'm playing. I'm playing on normal. Easy, I believe. There is a defined difference between easy and normal. The, the puzzles are different. Ah. The puzzles. Oh, really? Yeah. The puzzles are aligned differently in easy mode, uh, and I think you start off with an energy drink. Yeah, I think you have one already. Yeah. Okay. Um. Energy drinks allow you to jump, I think, three blocks. Whoa, that would be helpful. Yeah. 
So it's basically like you're jumping on a springboard. Yeah. Hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, man. I, I don't even know how to start with this. This is Somebody help me out here. I, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I mean, it starts off with basically, you know, he's finding out about these murders, and then one night he happens to um, meet up with the other Catherine yeah. in the bar, and then wakes up. Doesn't exactly know what happened. Well, see, he's already having these nightmares, and he... Like you said, his friends leave for the night. He's having a late night at the bar. This blonde girl walks in, wants to sit next to him, starts flirting with him a little bit, stuff like that. A lot of bit. Like, she, like, grabbed his hand and, like, started making him caress her. Yeah. It was more more than some gentle flirting. Well, yeah, and they started making out. So, it, it's it's... It's weird how they're they're kind of like shoehorning you in this way, particularly whenever they have a morality system. Yeah, I find the whole morality thing to be strange in this game. I can't figure it out. I mean, I, I know what it does. It, it affects your ending. I'll, I'll go ahead and say that. So depending on what your your morality is, um, it will affect your ending. I hope it's not just as simple as pick the good things and you get Catherine with a K and pick the bad things and you get Catherine with a C? It's not. Good. Uh, there's like eight different endings. If they're trying to boil life and love down into that simple of a narrative where, you know, getting married with somebody, whether they're the right person or not, is the good way to be and fooling around no matter who it's with is the wrong way to be, like, that would be very strange in this game. Yeah. So, uh, it, during the nightmares, you come to these landings where there's a lot of sheep running. I should mention we, there's sheep in this game. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, there are sheep. Lots of sheep. There's lots of sheep. Um, and when he's, in, sheep. when he's in the nightmare, he has horns, like sheep horns. Like ram horns, more like, like that. Yeah. Um, but he still looks human. And when he's talking to all these other sheep, they're talking to him like he's a sheep. So, I've come to the conclusion, and I think every player does come to the conclusion, that you look like you, but everybody else looks like sheep. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's... It, it, that's fucking weird in its own right. It's just... <laughs> makes no fucking sense. Um, well, it's the name of the bar, too. Stray Sheep, yeah, the Stray yeah. Sheep. And uh, the boss, the guy that runs the bar, is talking about, you know, why they call it, like... Counting sheep or something like that, and you'll have sh you see sheep in your dreams or some some bullshit like that. I can't remember. It's this it, is fucking weird. It's just it, you run very Japanese. Yes, I, I mean it's just on that that slightly skewed level of reality that most people in the states look at and just go, "Wow, I don't even understand that way of thinking." Yeah, like how could you construct this story? It's so bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Um. But over there, it's like, yeah, this happens. <laughs> there are just nightmares where people die, and then, you know, you're all sheep. So. It's, 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 it's very strange. It's, but you talk to these guys, and uh, you, you'll eventually start making correlations that, hey, some of these guys are guys that you interact with in the waking world. Um, 
and I don't know if anybody's looked at the trophy or achievement list for this. Uh, you you can help these guys out as far as uh, helping them survive, uh, mainly just by talking to them. Uh, and you can learn new techniques from the sheep because they're they're talking about techniques of how to move blocks and stuff like that. And 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 most of this is is basically a strategy game, trying to move blocks around and trying to figure out how to climb. Yeah, it's interesting. Matt? Hello? Chuck? Yeah, I'm still here. What the fuck? <laughs> Matt? Oh, shit. We lost him. Oh. <laughs> we'll never know what he said. Man. There's a problem hmm. with this call. Hold on. Matt? Hello? Hey, there. Okay, there we go. Jesus. <laughs> you lost you there for a minute. Yeah, that was weird. But anyway, what were you saying? <laughs> I was saying it's weird how you don't, like, unlock techniques that you then can use for the rest of the game. It's like, they're just telling you, like, you have all the tools from day one, yeah. and it's just, here's here's some new ways that you might not have thought to, to manipulate the blocks. Right. Not like, here's an actual new way to interact with the blocks. I think that's kind of cool, because it's like, those were there the whole time if you just knew, like, thought about how to move the blocks around. Yeah. It's it's like a constant tutorial. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just to let you know. Yeah. You can do this. And there's this weird sort of, like, someone will tell you this, and you can either say, no, I've never heard of that before, or, yeah, I knew that. And it kind of affects your morality meter <laughs> when you do that. I don't know why. It's like, if you say, yeah, I've, I've, I just did that, then that means you're mean or something. Chaos. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not really logical. It's chaos and, and lawful is, is the morality. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> there, there's the other part of the, the morality meter that, that I do not understand, and I've played this game twice already, is during some cutscenes, it will show the morality meter, and like the little angel will like fly or something like that. What, what is something happening there with your morality? Is 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 the dialogue changing depending on what your morality is at the time? I was wondering that too, because I, in certain cutscenes, it pops up and you see like an animated, either blue or red, depending on where your meter is at that moment. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if the dialogue changes depending on where that meter was when that cutscene started. I, I think it does. I don't know how it could. I mean, I, I don't know. Japan, man. <laughs> exactly. That's that's Japan. Probably, yeah. So yeah, so, yeah. We go we we go to the landings, and you know we can talk to the sheep there. You can also purchase uh, usable items from this really <laughs> fat sheep, um, who's just using money because he thinks he can buy his way out of the nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um. I haven't bought anything because I no, I haven't, I haven't yet. I'm under the impression that maybe I will get a gold trophy for for finishing a level really good, and then I end up saying, you know what, I fucking suck at this game, and I'm never gonna get a gold trophy. So <laughs> that's that's how it always ends up with me. And it's it, I will mention because we can't really talk about the puzzles, but I can mention some of the mechanics. One of the mechanics is. So if an edge is ta- touching another edge of the block, the block will not fall. 
So there may be some, there may be absolutely nothing up under the block, but if it's touching the edge of something, it will stay. Um, and even Vincent's like, how the fuck is that possible? So, I mean, even the main character is saying this is fucking weird. Well, the narrator tells you, don't worry about it. Yeah. It's like, it's not going to make sense. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> that's, that's one of the things I do like about Vincent is that, for the most part, he's pretty sensical. You know, he, he he's constantly thinking to himself, what the fuck am I doing? You know? And he, yeah. he, can't, he can't really explain it. So, like, like, the first night, he has, he meets this other girl. Her name is Catherine. Catherine with a C. Um, she's like this young, I wouldn't say attractive, because, well, first off, she's an anime girl. Secondly, she has a fucking weird-ass hairdo. Um, yeah. So it's, it, but according to this this uh, lore, I'll put it, I'll say it that way. According to this lore, she's she's an attractive young woman. She's very she's much younger than than Vincent. Um, I think she's like in her early twenties. I think like twenty one, twenty two. Um, and he wakes up after his big nightmare, uh, which I should mention at the end of every nightmare, at the end of every floor or or level stage, whatever. Uh, there's a boss, uh, and the boss is usually something in his subconscious that's bothering him at the moment. So the first night, he's dreaming about, he's thinking about Catherine with a K, his girlfriend, uh, about marriage. And so he dreams of these evil hands with a fork coming and trying to stab him to death. Uh, so he has to run away from it. And um, Explain the second one. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> the second one... <laughs> So, he w- he wakes up from that dream. Catherine with a C, the young blonde girl, is laying next to him, completely naked. He's like, oh shit. In fact, that cutscene is fucking weird. His mouth, like, falls to the fucking floor, literally. And he can't believe that he has just had an affair with Catherine with a C. He can't even remember it. He doesn't even remember having sex with her. But, there she is. Buck naked. So the second night, he is, is having a dream. His his boss nightmare is a um, a pair of legs that that crawl up the the tower, um, and they're spread open, and there's an ass and a vagina, and there's a tongue coming out of it, and it's trying to kill him. Yep. So it's I, as ridiculous as it sounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's talking to him while he's running. I don't know. It's... Uh, it wants to make out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, it's fucking weird. It's, it's, I can't explain that one. The rest of them are weird too, but that uh, just takes the cake. Yeah. That yeah. Was, I, I mean, and we throw that in like two, three hour, two to three hours in the game. You know, we're just like, fuck it. Vagina thing coming after you now. Go. And I like, mean, the next one is horribly screwed up and just wrong on so many levels, but but that one, the, the leg-ass vagina monster, is just, like, if you have other people in the house, you have to pause this game and wait for everyone to go to bed. Yeah. 
it's like I'm not even going to attempt to explain this, and I don't want you to see me playing it. <laughs> I mean, this is like you know, I'd say as far as disturbing images goes, like Dante's Inferno is pretty bad up there. But holy fuck, this makes Dante's Inferno feel like fucking like Ponyland or some shit. I, I don't know. This monster was a little more good-natured than anything in Dante's Inferno. Well, I mean, yeah. That, as that horrifying was, as it was. Yeah, I was just like, this, this makes no sense. Yeah. There were no flaming buttholes or anything, like, you know, that are all pervasive throughout yeah. Dante's Inferno. So it's, uh, so that's that's the, the, the second nightmare. The, the third nightmare um, happens uh, to be, well, we'll just go into the cutscene. You get a cutscene after that. That Vincent is obviously freaking the fuck out that he slept with Catherine with a C. Blonde Catherine. I was going to call her Blonde Catherine. Um, and, he, you know, he told Orlando about it, of all people. And, uh, he, but hell, he tells fucking everybody. That's the thing. It's like, how, these people know everybody, right? I mean, will this eventually get to get back to, to Catherine? So, it's... Um, he has to meet up with his girlfriend, Catherine, uh, and she has some big news to tell him, uh, that news being that she's pregnant. She's, well, she says she's really late, right? She's, she, yeah, she says she's really late, and she thinks she's pretty much pregnant. Um, and then she starts going off on this whole spiel of, we're going to start saving money, and you're going to have to find a better job, and holy shit, did you just get a brand new fucking phone? And yeah, she's quite a B. Yeah. Like, you have to stop smoking, you have to stop leaving your clothes on the floor. No more late night drinking with Orlando and Toby? Yeah, basically everything... Point where... <laughs> well, it's like everything you're doing now, stop. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm late. Everything. <laughs> this is the point where I was like, man, I hope this is not the good route, is to <laughs> to make this, you know, horrible, horrible woman happy. <laughs> man. To a woman so heartless. What the fuck, man? She was all right in the first couple of cutscenes, but as this went on, yeah, uh, she kind of gets insufferable, um, in a very uncomfortable way. Yeah, like the the writers of this game have some issues. <laughs> I mean, aside from the obvious, <laughs> the vagina monster. So yes, yeah. aside from the vagina, <laughs> overlooking like that. when when he happens to space out for a few seconds and she like jabs her fork into the table and says, "Listen to me." Yeah. I'm just like, holy crap, she's kind of like scary. I mean, yeah, but you have to consider this is Japanese. Uh, you know, I, I, Japanese people are fine people, but they they <laughs> they do strange things like that. Like that that would I don't know. It's weird. It's like it's anime-ish. You know, that's the thing. I, that's the only thing I can explain. I mean, yeah, I've watched anime before, so I know how this stuff kind of works. And exaggerated things like stabbing a fork into the table is kind of okay in an anime if somebody is upset. If I was sitting across from somebody and they did that, I'd be like, alright, look. It's probably over. Baby or no baby. <laughs> Get the clothes hanger, you know, let's go home and call this and call it a night. Fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn, Matt. <laughs> you don't like Catherine, do you? No, I, I really do not. Catherine with a K can... Take her glasses and leave. Okay, so you're going the chaos route, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> not on it with Catherine. That's why I hope that those two things are not intertwined. Yeah. So, um, let's see here. Um, so, yeah, he, he gets that revelation. Uh, a pretty 
decent scene when he gets a phone call on his cell phone while he's yeah. with his girlfriend, and it's the other Catherine. And she's like, "Hey, where are you? I'm, you know, I'm, I want to meet up with you." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm at work. I can't do this right now." And then she comes Walks into in. the fucking diner that they're in, <laughs> and he can hear her. And he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta go. I gotta use the bathroom or something." So he he leaves, gets out of that. Can't believe he did. Um, and then there's a few conversations with Orlando, talking about you know, and Orlando is he is not like a good friend. In any way, shape, or form, he he he's just like, man, you gotta see, I gotta see the picture of this chick and stuff. I was like, this is not helping, Orlando. This is not, you know. Yeah, we haven't even talked about his phone yet. That, uh, you know, he's he's getting like text messages and stuff like that, and then uh, Catherine of the Sea starts text messaging him and starts sending him pictures. Yeah. That you have to go to the bathroom to look at. Mm Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you open them, you're like, dear God, I can't look at this in public. Yeah. So Orlando's like, dude, don't delete that. <laughs> I want to check that out. So yeah, that was that's another thing that comes into play whenever you're walking around the bar and, and drinking and talking to all your friends. Is that you can constantly, you get text messages from both Catherine and Catherine. And you can respond. Um, and you... you I'll ask because I knew this. I found it out the first time I had played it since you guys are playing it for the first time. You know you can delete certain lines of text and replace it. Yeah, I okay. saw that. All right. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can choose what to send. So instead of saying, I'm at work, I can't see you right now, or sorry I missed you, you know, just you know, trying to soften the blow a little bit whenever you turn people no, down. No, I don't know. Will it cycle back around? Yes. Like, if I choose, I don't want to say something, but then everything else I like even less. Yeah. Okay. It will cycle back around, and then that and that affects your morality meter as well. So, um, cut to night number three, and uh, this one was this the one where they introduced the ice blocks. I think three is the. The trap blocks. The trap blocks. The spike ones, yeah. 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 Because um, two is the crumbling blocks. Three right. is the... Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one... The, this one was the one where I said, you know what, fuck this, I'm watching a video. <laughs> so I watched the video and did exactly what they did. And I still didn't get a fucking gold trophy. It pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> so it, it was... Um, I mean, it gets difficult, you know, and fairly early on, too. Um, yeah, I had some trouble just because I didn't do that well my very first try, and then when I got to the checkpoint, yep, I was screwed. <laughs> so like, I just used all my lives because I like if I missed like two seconds, I was gonna die. Yeah. So then the, the second time I started from the beginning, and I made it to the checkpoint, I had no problem because I was so much better at climbing. That you know, I just needed to get to that checkpoint without already being screwed, and I was fine in the second half. Yeah. But that first time, I'm like, man, I died like 15 times because either I would mess up and get stabbed, or I wouldn't mess up and I would just get eaten. So, I mean, I, I mean, it, we can talk about it. I'm sure everybody's had some trouble with these puzzles. That may yes. be that may be an understatement. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So they, they fucking suck. <laughs> and what what, what it, everything what it, about these puzzles sucks. Okay. 
<laughs> they uh it's like playing a straightforward view of Cubert. Uh and the controls never quite move exactly how you think they're going to, especially when you're hanging on oh, a block. God, that's horrible. And so a lot of times you think you know what you're doing, but for whatever reason your guy just is not exactly doing exactly what it is you think you should be doing mm-hmm. and you end up just pushing a block off into space or pulling something the wrong way and uh, like like Matt was saying um the the checkpoint system it will especially on the boss levels it will move the boss up higher yeah if you restart at a checkpoint uh you might as well just start from the beginning cuz you could build a a bigger lead i i spent i i think the the benefit of playing on easy is that you get a lot more continues yeah so I I lost a good forty lives at one point. Fucking hell! I know, oh. and I was I was ready to snap the disc in half. That's how mad I was, uh, not realizing that it would be easier to go back and start from the beginning than starting at that checkpoint. Yeah. So, yeah, I reached some frustrations with this. Okay. Um, I, See, I and I did the thing I always do, which is t- walk away for an hour, come back, and then first go. I'm yeah. I get right through it. So that's yeah. yeah. One thing that I thought was strange is the way that when you're moving around these blocks, it's not really binary in that you are in the block or you are not in the block. So, like, I, I kept trying to trigger the trap blocks to spring, and you can kind of, like, walk on them and then immediately walk back off them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that works, sometimes that doesn't work. It's like a, the tiniest split second where if you didn't turn around immediately, I would you would just get spiked and die. But a good 30% of the time, I had no trouble just, like, hitting left to go on the block and immediately hitting right to go back off the block. Yeah. And so I was like, either, you know, either this should work or it shouldn't work. Like, I hate the fact that it's somewhere in the middle. I think it's due to the fact that the the, the moving in this game is not, like, a constant m- straightforward. So, like... If you have five blocks ahead of you that you can walk on, and if you if you he, he kind of walks block to block to block to block instead of just walking, yeah. and it, it fucks me up sometimes whenever I'm doing that because I'll either go too far or I won't go far enough, you know. So I I found it really I, I found it better to train myself to just tap when I want to walk instead of holding it down. I don't know. It's weird. It's 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 it's, it's a difficult game to control. Um, it's, uh, but yeah, the, the the third the third night was, which I think is even one of the shortest ones. Uh, <laughs> there was one at only two levels. Um, I think I think that's the third night. Yeah. Yeah, the Inquisition. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, that was that that was the point where I was like, fucking hell, man, this is really pissing me off. I I just fuck it. Brought up a YouTube video. And started going by it because I was like, I'm, I'm not, I don't have time for this. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> you should tell everybody what the boss is for the. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the the boss is like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Going back to Dante's Inferno, an unbaptized baby is what it looks like. It's uh, this fucking strangely deformed, veiny-looking giant baby that's constantly crying to you and saying daddy don't leave and stuff like that and it's chasing yeah. it's chasing you even uh, vincent says this is fucked up yeah <laughs> this is the worst yeah i it's it, it, it 
fucking weird. <laughs> and the, the baby, you know, I should mention each boss has like this special ability. The um, the the, the baby will send like these weird downward falling things that will knock you down. It's like it's, it's like a weird like it's a white thing. I don't know. It's it's a it's a something white falling down. <laughs> And when you get hit by it, it makes you fall. And uh-huh. that's I constantly kept getting hit by that. And that's why, oh, man, I was like, you know what? Fuck you, baby. <laughs> so I was just, <laughs> that's when I brought up the YouTube. So it, it, that that was, oh, my God. That was very strange and annoying at the same time. Um, but it, like I said, it was the shortest of levels. Um, after waking up from that one, um, distinctly, I, I distinctly left the bar when Catherine showed up, Catherine with a C, blonde Catherine, uh, because I was like, nope, I, I want to diffuse this as, as quickly as I can. And he still wakes up with her in the bed with him. <laughs> and he was like, I totally didn't bring you home and I totally didn't invite you over and she's like yes you did you called me and I was like this game is like playing against me I was like this is bullshit yeah how is she just showing up at that cafe like randomly that's I don't know what size town they're in but that was pretty weird when she just showed up there yeah and then for her to just be showing up everywhere she seems to know things she shouldn't know like there's something weird going on well, you know the, the the constant rumors of oh, this is a curse, and yeah, she's uh, the witch. It's the witch, you know, this witch is coming after people who who are unfaithful to their their lovers and particularly men. It's all about it's all men. There's no women in this this nightmare world. Sexist. It is. <laughs> yeah. Careful. What, what's weird about her character? About what's weird about her character too is that when she shows up, she's like. Hey, you're a free spirit like me, and isn't it great to just do whatever you want, and we don't have to live by society's rules and blah blah blah. And he's like, "Yeah, that is sort of cool." But then she's like, "Don't ever fucking cheat on me." It's like, yeah. uh, what? <laughs> yeah. The, the, when they when he wakes up the second night and she's still, or after the second night and she's still in the bed with him, starts fucking biting him and shit. Like, yeah. Multiple times, bites him in his shoulder and then on his fucking neck. And she's like, you, you, you cheat on me, I will fucking kill you. I had a very uncomfortable moment watching that scene because of the way she had her hands on the side of Vincent's head. Because I just recently watched that episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, God. <laughs> and so that's all I could think of. And I'm like, oh, God, don't say anything wrong. <laughs> Please, Vincent, keep your mouth shut. So, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I haven't got that far yet. Okay. That's why I didn't say any more. Ah, good. Thank you. <laughs> Trust me, I'm still in season two somewhere, so... I, I just, you got a ways, then. Oh, yeah. I, I've been... I, one show at a time, man. I'm still working on Supernatural. Oh. Did we all get through the, the start of the fourth day, where she really freaks out? I, I did. Matt, did you? E- no. Where she finds a hair... No, I didn't see that. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll talk about that next time, but holy God. <laughs> that, yeah, well, th- was it the second day when she was biting him or some shit was when Catherine comes over? 
No, or, that that's, that's that's that day. That's that day. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Well. Yeah. Yeah, it's all tied together. Yeah. Something 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 happens, Matt. Yeah. So I just, I just let you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it gets fucking like crazy stressful i mean even even like you know and it's constantly showing up this morality meter and oh where you're at right now is is whole something's happening we don't know fucking what but something's happening and you know the the dialogue may be changing fuck i don't know so it's it's weird well and the and the the final thing i should mention uh is at the at the landings whenever we yeah basically the, the dedicated questions yeah the questions um how how I know I, last episode when we were talking about Dragon Age and stuff like that, I told you, Matt, before we, we left, that uh, do your best to try and answer honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, Chuck, is that kind of how you're doing it, or are you gaming it? Um, th- those confessional questions specifically? Yeah. yeah. I'm 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 kind of doing it like a personality test. Okay. Like I'm, I'm doing it from my point of view. Right. Yeah. So is everybody kind of leaning toward chaos or leaning toward lawful? Mine has been pretty much down the middle the entire time. Really? Yeah, mine might be slightly more lawful, but... Actually, I feel like I'm picking all the lawful ones, but my meter keeps going back towards the middle, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. There was a couple of them that were like... I got asked, have you ever had a fucking nosebleed before? Oh, yeah. And I was like, me personally? <laughs> fuck, no, I haven't. And they said, oh, that's chaos. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's chaotic that I don't have physical problems with me. <laughs> so I was that kind yeah. of pissed me off. I was like, okay, but then again, I don't need to look at chaos being a bad thing. You know, the the, the bad thing is I'm looking at it as good and bad, and it's not good and bad. Yeah. So see, the game shouldn't even have that meter at all. What it needs to have is a stress level. <laughs> like because this dude's gonna die of just like his heart's gonna explode. <laughs> And you should just be making decisions to keep his blood pressure down. You, you should just have, that should be the meter. Like, if it hits the top, it's like, you know, hitting the, the mallet at the circus where the thing hits the bell. Like, if it goes up all the way, then your heart explodes and you die, and that's the end of Vincent. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the morality meter, I don't get it. Where I always screw up is is the text messaging, uh, because Catherine with a C will send me something, and I'm not mean to her. I'm just like, yeah, it's me. I'll talk to you later. And that's like, oh God, you should have you should have told her to go to hell. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wh- why? <laughs> she's she's a nice person. I mean, she, so far, no. Well, now she's kind of a she's crazy. Job, but yeah. yeah, she is now. But at first, like the first night, I was like, oh, yeah, it's me. Talk to you later. And it was like, bad, no. And I was like, well, that's dumb. But you know, Japan. Yeah. That's... Some of them are so clear when you're talking about lawfulness or chaos, and it's like. Is marriage the start or the end of your life? Yeah. No gray area in between. <laughs> your life is either just beginning or it's over. Yeah, I mean, you know... Yeah, it's very clear which one leads gonna to be, which outcome. Yeah, it's going to be good or bad, or lawful or chaotic. I mean, come on, Jesus. It's, it, it, there, there's some of them that are like that, and then all of a sudden they throw in nosebleeds. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, I honestly don't know what to answer. I'm sure there's a fact somewhere. I'm sure in our, in the fact that we're, that we're quote-unquote going by... They have all the answers and what it does. Um, I mean, there is a way to game this to to where you have the morality that you want to have. Um, at the current moment, I'm I'm relatively lawful, um, and I, I'm I'm answering them honestly though. That's the thing. Yeah, me too. And it's just that I don't know. It's 
Have you had any other interesting ones? Damn, I'm trying to remember. Cause yeah, a lot of them were sit like one of them was like, "What do you think of actors in sex scenes? Do you think they're lucky, or do you think it's just a job?" Huh. I, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, that, I yeah. Like, that's a weird question. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just getting ones like, "Are you a pervert?" <laughs> yeah, I got that I'm one like, too. No, I <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Acknowledge what you are, <laughs> man, person. That guy that who is obviously Teddy. Holy shit. Oh God, yes. You absolutely. know that voice. That is yep. fucking Teddy from from Persona Four. Yep. <laughs> He's like, why don't you sit down? It's like I want to talk to you right here. No, sit the fuck down. Yeah, you can always talk to the screen one time. Yeah. And the screen it always just tells you to sit down. Yeah. It's like, why is it always an option? I don't. Japan. That's right. Uh, that's it. They're like, we got to program game things in here. Yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah, I guess that's a good point to leave off. We we Vincent is in some pretty deep shit. He's cheated on his girlfriend twice. His girlfriend says that she's more than likely pregnant. Uh, he's having fucking crazy ass dreams. Where he firmly believes that if he dies in that dream, he will die in real life. So he needs to keep climbing this tower, and we don't really know why. Um, I can corroborate his fears because that one time I did die, and the next scene is like a crime scene of your bedroom, and you are dead. <laughs> I so, did, yeah, I did that. He's climbing with good reason. Yeah, I, I, I did that too because I was like, I want to get that gold trophy, and I still didn't get the fucking thing. And I was just, there's so many things, like, Troy Baker is a, is, a, is a wonderful voice actor, but, man, he says the same shit over and over again. Edge, the, edge, the, edge. <laughs> the game over screen is the most infuriating thing. Does they play that funeral song? Well, they they play that, and it says, love is dead, and then he says, now is not the time to die. Yeah. Now is not the time to be dead. Yeah. And it's like, when you hear that 40 times in a row, yeah. holy God. That's why, just, I, that's why I emailed that to you. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I I just muted the TV at that point. I was like, I cannot listen to this game audio until I get past this level. Because well, I'm going to cause mass destruction in my house. So so one of the things, I, I mean, I'm sure everybody here knows. I mean, they all follow me on Twitter. I'm a big fan of video game music. Um, the, the one thing I do have to mention is I do like the soundtrack. Um, it's basically yep. remixed versions of classical music. Like, so they have Beethoven, and they have uh, Bach, and uh, I want to say that they also have... I don't know who did... I, I mentioned it last week, but uh, the um, William, T- William, William Tell Overture, I don't know who did that. Um, they had like a rock version of it that we get to later on, and those are really well done. I, I really like those. Um, but yeah, after you hear it about a million times, you get sick of it. So, it's, yeah... Just like Blue Dragon. Just like Blue Dragon. This is the beginning. <laughs> that fucking song. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the beginning parts of Catherine. Um, it looks like we're probably gonna do three episodes. So, um, I mean, I'm I'm. I don't know where we're gonna stop. I guess we'll stop at six. Um, I'm almost there. So, yeah, I have the advantage of already doing this game once. So, and I have the advantage of YouTube. I mean, you guys can totally use YouTube if you want to. Matt, I know you you have too big of an ego for that. We'll see. 
You did turn Dragon Age down easy, so. Yeah, I did have to do it for that. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I, I mean, that's the beginning parts of this weird-ass fucking game. It's, I forgot how fucking crazy it was. <laughs> I remember I was like, yeah, there's these like, weird boss fights, and holy shit, there's a vagina monster. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a very strange game. If you, anybody out there listening has played Catherine, want to give us their thoughts on it, you can most definitely do that. You can send me an email. Uh, my email address is drew at ztgd.com. Uh, you can also suggest more games to us. Uh, we got a few more. We got a few. We got probably about two months open before we start digging into like Dragon Age 2, and then, I mean, Matt, are we doing Resident Evil Remake for October? I sure shit hope so. Okay, then we're doing Resident Evil Remake. So we got a couple of months before all that happens, um, and that's going to take up some time, especially Dragon Age 2. Um, getting ready for that deep road expedition. Uh, so. Suggest some games to us. You know, we, we we got a pretty good um open spot, so we could probably fill in a couple RPGs. I kind of want to knock out some of my backlog though, because it's still piling. Um, but yeah, suggest some games to us. Let us know what you thought about Catherine. Uh, let us know what you thought about us talking about Catherine. Unless you you know if you've never played it before, and you say, "Well, thanks for telling me," so I'll never touch this game. Um, it's a it's it's a very strange ride. I mean, I certainly don't hate it so far. The not game parts have saved it for me so far. Yeah, I'm it, very interested to see how stuff plays out. Yeah, I mean, for for the for the most part, the story is rather intriguing. Uh, Wait, I, so are, are you guys both completely negative on the puzzle parts? No, 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 no. I'm not. I am. I can't stand right. it. Yeah, Chuck hates <laughs> it. I mean, I, I think it controls a little bit like ass, but other than that, I, I enjoy it. It reminds me of Intelligent Cube. Do you guys remember that game on the PS1? I do. I do, yeah. It, it's not bit. that... You know how it's you're, how you're using the, the blocks are falling and... Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not that I hate the puzzle parts. I just think they're so radically different from everything else in the game. I almost wish it was just sort of like a dating sim. <laughs> you know, like you were just managing your text messages and interacting with your buddies and letting that be the thing. Um... The, the puzzle stuff, if it was like a game by itself, like Rapunzel in the ga- in the bar, yeah. Uh, if it was just a standalone thing, that's all right. I don't know. It's just they're so radically different. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like Persona, you know. Yeah, that's true. You have a full-on turn-based role-playing game versus this social interaction stuff, almost dating simish mm-hmm. kind of stuff in the daytime. It's I don't know. It's something that they do, and they—I guess they do it pretty well. I think they make—they make better RPGs than they make puzzle games. I'll put it that way. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a very strange. I'm not negative on it, um, but this is one of those games where I go back and look at it and say, "Man, this is kind of frustrating." You know, it's not on the levels of Alone in the Dark, where I went back and said, "I want to bury this game and and never look at it again." I would rather watch Uwe Boll while he kicked me in the nuts. <laughs> That's what I would rather do than play that fucking game again. So it's it's um you know I I, I am enjoying it. I, I you know I I'm curious of what ending I will get this time. I hope I don't get the same ending because that will really piss me off. 
<laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a chaos ending the first time? Um, no. I had a slightly lawful ending. Okay. Which ended up Are being... Are you going for pure lawful? No. I was just answering the questions. Oh. So there's like eight different endings, I think. Depending on your level of lawfulness and, and chaotic. Um, I got kind of a bad ending... It's, I mean, I don't want to really get into spoiler territory. I mean, if you want the good ending, I mean, it's... Be neutral. Like, do you mean lawful? No, be neutral. Or do you mean, okay. That's the, quote-unquote, the best ending in the game is if you are neutral. So, I mean, you take that as you will. Um... Just, I mean, you know, I I hope that you guys don't try to game it. No, I'm I'm answering all of those questions as honestly as I can. Yeah. Yep. So to the yeah. point where one of the ones I only have one question that I answered where I was in the minority, I think. Yeah. And that was, would you rather live a short, exciting life or a long, boring life? And would you choose? I picked long and boring because I figured short and long when it comes to lifespans is a fairly set thing. But what one person calls boring may not be boring at all to somebody else. Okay. So I'm like, I I don't know. You know, I would... I think there are a lot of things you can do that would still be perfectly worthwhile and other people might see it as a boring life. You're such the intellectual, Matt. Yeah, I could read books. Yeah, I don't read. So, I guess I'm chaos. I'm chaotic. But, so yeah, um, that's, that's, that's uh, Catherine. Uh, God, what was I going through? I, I told the email. Uh, yeah, you can follow us all on Twitter. Um, I'm on there a fuckload, so definitely check that out. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And Chuck is at Smarmy Jerkface. <laughs> One of, the, one, of the, one of the best Twitter handles I've ever seen. Yep. In fact, I think that's the reason why I started following you. Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's been a long time. I mean, it, but um, yeah, uh, you can you can check us out there. Uh, you can also follow the the podcast itself. It's at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, I post all the new episodes there, and of course I'll retweet it. So if you follow me or if you follow Phoenix Down, you're going to get your dose of Phoenix Down guaranteed. Um, leave us an iTunes review. I ask for it every week, and we don't get one, so fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, nah, you can leave us one. I mean, you know, a perfect example was that I, I guess it's a listener of No Quarters gave us a really bad review. What? Yeah, gave us a one star. Oh. Now, I went and looked at his profile, and then he, he, like, he gave everything bad reviews except for No Quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is fucking Chuck, isn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, uh, you can leave us an iTunes review. We greatly appreciate it. We'll read it on the show. See, and give us a one star. I don't give a fuck. You know, tell us. Tell us how shitty we are. I know I'm shit. So, you know, I don't deny that. I'm like the, uh, you know what? I'm the polygon of podcasting. Oh, oh please, no. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Jesus. Too far. Yeah, I know. <laughs> God, 
that is very chaotic. But um, <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, you can do that. Um, we greatly appreciate it. I do appreciate everybody listening. I hope you enjoyed what we talked about with Catherine. I know we have our dedicated listeners who listen to every episode, and I'm sure this may not have been your cup of tea. In fact, it may not be some of the people on this show's cup of tea. But we're we're trekking through it. Um, and uh, you know that's what we do here. We we finish games that are not Xenogears because <laughs> we didn't finish Xenogears. We'll see. Didn't we forget another game, Matt? We didn't finish. Oh shit! Yeah. Not, not on Phoenix Down though. We abandoned. I mean, Deus Ex, we never yeah. finished. Oh, God, fuck that game. That's impossible to go back to. And then uh, Eternal Darkness. That was the other one. Yep. Mainly because I fucked myself in that game. So. I do want to go back to that one day, but... Yeah, that deserves a, a completion. I think it does, too. So, we'll get to it eventually. But, yeah, that's it for us. I uh, But I appreciate everybody listening. We're going to be out of here, but we will be back next week. Uh, we'll, we'll iron out all the details and stuff like that, but we will be back Friday. Uh, Friday is when the, uh, the podcast goes up. But, until then, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. I'm Chuck. And we're out of here. Hope you guys have a great one. Catch you next week.